0: Ahoy me hearties and welcome back to the Infinite Bliss YouTube. Why do I always want to say the YouTube channel? The podcast. This is not the YouTube channel, this is the podcast folks, unless you're listening on YouTube, in which case then it is both at the same time. Fascinating. So welcome back and I'm so happy to have you joining me here today for this fascinating topic of inherent human value versus high vibrational people. That's a whole lot of spiritual mumbo jumbo words all in one sentence, all in one podcast title and I am very excited to dive into this because I have ended up in a sort of a whirlwind of a click hole of what is vibration, what is frequency, where does the science meet the spirituality, where does the pseudoscience meet the pseudos spirituality, and I'm somebody who studied science in school and I am Extremely cynical about people who are quite ignorant and they just throw terms and words out there and um, they use this kind of big emotive language and science y sounding words or even spiritually sounding words. And if they say it with enough conviction, then people will kind of follow along and nod their heads and be like, wow, they're really on to something. I mean, if you look at the flat earth phenomenon. That's just okay. Let's let's not dive into that today. But that's just proof in the pudding that people will honestly believe anything if somebody is saying it with enough conviction and using kind of pseudoscience or pseudo spiritual or both terms in order to convince people that um, their conspiracy theory is actually true. And who are we to say that it's not true when enough people believe it? I mean. The word muggle is now in our dictionary so Harry Potter is a real thing folks and I believe that the power of the human imagination and the human mind can take us to wildly creative places that we didn't even know were possible for us to evolve into or perhaps devolve some people might believe. In any case, today's topic, let's break it down and I'll start talking firstly about inherent human value. and. Inherent human value, for me, something that is inherent is intrinsic, it's innate, it's indwelling. There's a lot of ins here, it's inside, it's built in. Something that is essential and permanent, that is of the essence and cannot be removed from or taken away from or separated in any way from the object that it is inherent to or inherent within. So if we're looking at the inherent value that exists in us as humans, then, then I would argue that this is something that is of course essential, permanent, unchanging. Um, in legal terms, an inherent something that is inherent is seen as a right or a privilege. So this is much like our human rights. It is, it is a a value that we each hold as a human, just because we're here, just because we have been born, because we're alive. That is what I would define our inherent human value as. And I did a a podcast, I did a poll on my Instagram um, recently asking people whether they believed in inherent human value and whether they thought that some people were more special than others and i was really curious to find this out because especially in um well maybe not especially but from from my experience in a lot of different spiritual communities there is this propensity to believe that some people are more special than others and i find this a highly dangerous idea to be honest this is my personal podcast so it's my personal opinion and I believe that inherent human value is something different from acquired human value, which I will talk about in a little second, but I did the poll on my Instagram just to put a little bit of feeler out to see whether whether people out there have the idea that some humans are more special than others, or um, or whether we can agree on this idea that all humans have the same amount of inherent human value regardless of how they behave. Um, and regardless of, you know, how cool we think they are or otherwise. And anyway, the the results of the poll were that about 75% of people believed that people are not special than other people and there was about 25% of a minority that, that believe or hold true in that moment in time when they were voting at any rate that um, that some people are more special than others and I find that really fascinating really really juicy and um i really should have studied psychology in college that's something that um i would have really enjoyed honestly um anyway inherent human value so we have about three quarters of my um poll answerers believing that we are all the same underneath it all, that we all have the exact same inherent human value and that one person is not worth more than another person. And I was really relieved to have that answer, honestly, because I am definitely somebody who would have voted that nobody is any more special than anybody else. Um, There is obviously a big asterisk there because we are all humans, we interact with people, we are more close with some people than others we get on with some people more than others and etc etc but that brings me to my next definition which is the acquired value of humans and something that is acquired is obviously something that you get that you attain that you learn or develop um that is gained or earned and so this is the spectrum of value that i believe can get mixed up with the inherent human value spectrum because if we take it that each human has within themselves a spark of um, divinity or a spark of knowing, um, some sort of mystical quality that allows us to be here and alive and on the planet in this experience and living life which is pretty much a miracle in and of itself we each have that inherent human value and then what we do with that experience, what we, how we behave within that human realm, within this world that we're living in, that all contributes to the acquired value and the acquired value of a person is really, it's how you treat other people, it's how you come across to other people, it's in your skills, it's in your kindness, it's in your compassion, it's in how much of a positive impact you make on the world, not only to other people but you know the environment and the place where you're living. You could go on and on about the different things that make up an acquired value in a human but I think that as soon as you start to think about humans in terms of these two different kind of spectrums, the inherent human value and the acquired value, then you can start to understand maybe a little bit more that we are all equal on some levels but it doesn't mean that we each do the same thing with the gifts that we're given or we each um, have the same impact on the world or make people feel some kind of way or etc etc there are outliers there are absolutely phenomenal people out there in the world but I would say that that has absolutely no bearing plus or minus positive or negative on their inherent human value the most decrepit and um, insane and horrifically behaving humans still are humans and still have inherent human value so as soon as we start mixing and muddying the waters between the inherent human value and the acquired human value then we we create those lines in the sand um, we create the fallacy that some people are more special than others and from this I mean dictatorships are born and genocides are born and we create on subtle levels and on very obvious levels us versus them um special versus not special the the worth and the unworthy and I find that incredibly harmful to our perception of others in the world that we perhaps will treat some people some way and other people a different kind of way because we believe that they have more or less value. If we come back to an in an understanding of inherent human value, oh, the world opens up. You all you you automatically have this um this respect for everybody that you meet and It sort of goes beyond the boundaries of race and class and gender and where they're from and whether you think that you might get along with them or like them or not. You still have that respect because there is that inherent human value that joins and connects us all. And that's really what, to me, what namaste means that the divine spark in me honours the divine spark in you and that. There is a place within each of us that is ultimately the same. I think that's an absolutely beautiful concept. So we're going to work going forward with this idea that there is inherent human value in all people but that even despite the inherent value we we live different lives and we create this acquired human value through our actions, through our experience and our expression of our life as we live it. So from an acquired point of view, you could definitely argue that some people are more special than others or have done more with their lives or give more to others, etc, etc, make you feel better, that kind of way. When this comes to the second kind of notion of the podcast which is high vibration and high vibrational people. I'm so fascinated by this because I am somebody who wants to understand and I want to break things down and get really into the essential knowing and nature and understanding of, of these kind of things. High vibrational people, you may, you may argue that they are people who have high acquired value, that they have put in work in their life or that they innately have some sort of traits which make them tend towards being high vibrational people and this is really where the science and the spirituality it's it's amazing because there's actually a huge amount of crossover between both areas but somehow somehow it hasn't really been handled very um in a very enlightened way, because there's a lot of um, there's a lot of ignorance around it, and there's a lot of people who aren't willing to do any research or aren't really willing to delve too much into one side or the other side. And so, the people who kind of encompass both realms end up being either pseudo spiritual or pseudo scientific. And that kind of just means pretend sciency or like pretend spiritually, using the words but not kind of really knowing what they mean. They just kind of feel like they sound good and that just ends up muddying the waters because the more ignorance that there is around these kind of topics, the more that it gets debunked and kind of poo-pooed by the general population because the only propaganda that's out there is people who are basically talking bullshit and acting like they know what they're saying, but really they're just using all these kind of terms that they don't actually understand. So the more legitimate people out there who are actually in the sciences or actually learned in um, spiritual lineages that can kind of cross over and interact in intellectual and informed ways, then the, the, the more that our understanding will grow about how these two ends of the spectrum can cross over and actually meet and marry in really beautiful and um, sort of informative, crossly, cross-informative ways. I hope that makes sense. Each, Each end can inform the other. I think somebody who did that absolutely beautifully, even if it's on a pretty high level, that a lot of people aren't going to go to is Carl Jung, who studied a lot of the Eastern texts and he was into mythology and he brought a lot of the Eastern and the Western um, ends of the spectrum together in a way that was very intelligent and highly evolved in his thinking and understanding of both ways. So that's somebody that I would recommend you dive into. If you're looking for somebody to dissect that or um, understand that on a more human level, then I recommend almost anything that Jordan Peterson has done. He's on YouTube and I'll, I'll leave his name and a few different links of his down below because um, that man is fascinating. Anyway, where was I? I was talking about high vibration people. That's right. So I looked up um, vibration, because really we hear these terms going around, you know, vibes, vibration, high frequency, the frequencies, you know, you get a vibe from a person and there is obviously the the mechanical and kind of scientific interpretation of that and then there is the new age sort of colloquial, how we use it in everyday speech kind of um, way of using that word and i was wondering if there's any crossover point between the two or why it happened that we have started to use these scientific terms in a spiritual kind of context so vibration is you can use it as an association as communicated to and felt by others or it can be oscillations around an equilibrium point so we all know what a vibration is our You know we put our phones on vibration we know about vibes we know about things that actually vibrate and go back and forth and then there's the vibes that are kind of spiritual vibes i guess or feeling or emotive vibes that you get from a person or you're in a place and you're like okay you get a good vibe or you get a bad vibe this is the um the going back and forth the oscillation around the point of neutrality and then there's frequency which is the rate per second of a vibration which constitutes a wave and of course when you get deeper into um like quantum physics and things like that there pretty much everything in life everything in the universe can be interpreted as a wave can be interpreted as a frequency or as a vibration and that's kind of mind-blowing because we think that things should behave in a certain way and, you know, we, because we perceive something as solid, we think this is matter, this is dense, but actually down at the structural level, it's consisting mainly of space and vibration or frequency. So that's kind of mind-blowing on a very real and scientific Spectrum, and I think that that's kind of the level where it starts to feed into the spirituality as well. Because if you go deeply into the nature of things, you find that it's not what you first perceived it to be, and that maybe it's a little bit more mystical and a bit more unknown. And even though we have used science to put names on things and to dictate how things work and to kind of understand the laws of the universe, it really we're just trying to explain something that is completely magical and completely unknown. I mean the whole nature of life, the whole nature of the universe, that we are here, that we exist. You may as well go either way, completely into the science or completely into the spirituality, but it's not going to change the fact that you're here on this, on this earth living and gifted this amazing experience of a life that you can do whatever you want and you can have a high acquired value or a high vibe you can become a high vibrational being or person or you can be a low vibe person and that is the absolute benevolence of the universe that you have the complete freedom and free will to do that with the experience that you've been gifted there is no um god telling you that you can't eat the forbidden fruit there is just you and your life with absolute freedom to um, express yourself, to live and to go after the things that you want or want to create or don't want to create. You can be as involved or as uninvolved as you want in your experience and funnily enough that doesn't change your inherent human value one iota. So basically it's your life, you can do what you want with it. I was wondering what this frequency is people say that um, if you're a high vibrational being what does that mean I mean why would you want to vibrate higher what's the um, what's the draw about that what's the why would you want to vibrate higher as opposed to lower why do we think that a high vibration equals um, a desirable state of being you know and I found this this I found this article which honestly I don't know if I want to quote from it because it just it's it's fully pseudo-spiritual and there's all these words in it and they're saying you know you're literally going to be doing this and you're literally going to be doing that and they obviously don't know that what they really mean to say is that you're metaphorically going to be doing this or that. I get really undone by people who use words and fully believe what they're saying but they're they're actually not saying anything they're completely um saying one thing and meaning a a completely other thing so that kind of level of awareness just it just completely undoes my trust in what they're actually trying to say and they may be making a good point but if they're making a good point using you know in an ignorant fashion then it kind of gives me pause and actually i'm not going to quote from that um article because it's it's just going to cause me too much discomfort and pain but for me i believe that um we humans have a frequency of bliss and that that is our underlying frequency if you could put a name onto it and the reality is that we have electric and electromagnetic frequencies being absorbed by and being emitted by our bodies at all times you have probably heard of brain waves, and this is the rate at which your your brain is sending out electrical information from synapse to synapse from nerve to nerve and this is how fast that your information circuits are free are firing on your nervous system your entire body is um, has got messages going through it at all times to and from the brain and even to and from different parts of the body without ever going back to the central nervous system or to the brain anyway so the human body it emits electromagnetic radiation and it also absorbs it of course because we absorb what we are around and then there's also Infrared radiation that we give off and as far as I'm aware this is in the light spectrum so we're giving off photons or we're giving off light radiation and There are some different studies that have been done to show the the different resonance of the whole human body as a sort of as a whole as a system because our brain has a specific frequency and it kind of goes up and down and it changes these are when our brain state, our brain waves go into different states, asleep and awake, that's a completely different frequency, a different electromagnetic state. So potentially we're able to equate a frequency with a state of being and I feel that this is where the kind of new age spiritual movement have drawn their, um, their kind of equations from. This is where they've kind of got their information. If a certain frequency of of the brain is equated to a certain state of being, then I guess that means that you can use the word in a different context to mean a state of being. So a high vibrational person will be a person who is in a high state of being. and usually this is referred to as consciousness or awareness. So highly conscious, highly aware, knowing what's going on around them and in a good mood. This seems to be another thing that um, that is equated with it. High vibrational people, they're in a good mood, they know what's going on and they're. it feels good to be around them. These seem to be the three kind of things that being a high vibrational person is centered around. It's really interesting to kind of think about the fundamental stuff that we're all made from. Um, Because what are we really? Are we matter? Are we frequency? Are we something different depending on which system we're put into or how you interpret us, which kind of, which tool you strap onto our body and measure us by? It's, It's fascinating. I've heard that there are around hundred thousand, 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 or 100 trillion atoms in one single human cell on average. And I mean, how fascinating is that? We're made up of all these tiny, tiny, tiny things and there's so much going on in our, just our physical body alone that we don't understand or that we're not consciously aware of. And... There is just a depth, I think, to life and to humans that um, we tend to take for granted. We just go through our lives um, being completely absorbed in the experience. And then if we go a little bit further into the analogy of frequency and vibration, then we will usually find the term resonance. And that is when the frequency of a force that is exerted on a system Um, is more or less the same as the frequency of the system itself. So another way of looking at this for me that makes it seem more simple is thinking about those really old-scale kind of, um, old-scale, those those old-school scales um, that you use to weigh things where you put a specific amount of weight on one side and then you keep putting stuff on the other side until it's the exact same weight and they balance out, kind of like a Libra scales where you have say 5 kilograms of flour on one side and a 5 kilogram weight on the other and it's completely even from left to right and that's kind of how i feel is a good way to describe resonance that you have say one vibration on one side and then you place something of a known vibration on the other side and then when they two when the two match up then you know that they're resonant that they're the same that they um are going at the same speed or yeah vibrating oscillating around the same point of equilibrium at the same time it's like two waves flowing together I'm doing this wave motion with my hands I wish you could see it <laughs> and so then for me I believe that resonance is something that really contributes to the same fallacy that we began with that some people are more special than others because if you have a specific bond with somebody or if you resonate with their um way of being with their way of expressing themselves and if you if you guys have a vibe you know if you resonate with each other then it makes sense that you could be mistaken in thinking that this person has more inherent human value than somebody that you do not resonate with um of course this is getting very centered in our own personal perception our personal state of perceiving the world and that is really that's a huge um thing that humans have is is believing that the way that we see the world is the only way and that if we see it in a specific way then therefore it must be true it's it's quite difficult for us to project ourselves outside of our own spectrum of experience because this is really all that we have to draw from at the end of the day so i would redirect those kind of sentiments of specialness um which are very very important for forming close friendships and for really evolving the human race obviously i would redirect that towards understanding the connections that we have with people, the bonds that we have with people and even the admiration that we have for specific people towards the spectrum of acquired human value that um, they have used their life to build up um, a set of traits or that they behave in a specific way, that they carry themselves through the world in a specific way. And that has been acquired, that is something that has been learned or um, kind of put over the top of the inherent human value that was indwelling from the start. And that does not change regardless of how you behave or, or how you act in this experience of the world. How fortunate and how lucky we are that we actually have... The freedom to do exactly what we want and to see the world in the way that we want and even to completely ignore everything that i'm saying and go ahead and think that people are are super special anyway and that some people are actually more inherently valuable than others i know that there's certainly an argument to be made in that direction, but it's not an argument that I buy into or I'm going to make here. So what do you reckon? Have you come across high vibrational people on your path? Have you considered changing your behavior or your actions in order to raise your vibration or become somebody who um, could be described as a high vibrational being? I'm really fascinated by this because... I'm all about um, personal development and spiritual development, I just would rather that people did it with a little bit more awareness and insight and sort of were a bit more aware of how they throw out words and how they're kind of picked up and received by others. I believe that when we have more energy available to us, then obviously we have more um, more to use we have we can be more effective in our lives we can stay in a better mood with less um, effort with more ease we can be more discerning about how involved we get with our emotions and I did a podcast last week on emotional maturity that you could check out which is very relevant to that point point. and yeah the less sleep we need the more that we can get things done the more available we are to show up for other people in our lives so there's definitely something to be said for raising your vibration and really nurturing your energy levels and I think maybe next week we can talk a little bit more about energy as well because I'm getting a little bit on a roll here but I think for this week I'm going to leave it here and we'll pick up again next week where we left off talking a little bit more about How you can sort of start to incorporate high energy habits into your life, and how you can become an energetic being with reserves of energy, always in a good mood, and somebody that other people want to be around. In other words, a high vibrational person. And I use that phrase with absolutely no shame now that we've delved a little bit into does it actually mean anything, does it have relation to science, or is it just something that we're going to use as slang, which means a person that's pretty cool and everybody likes. Choose your poison, could be one way or the other way. I've had loads of fun talking to you guys this week, and I look forward to our discussions in the next podcast. See you next time. Ciao.